0: Welcome, everyone. My name is Jacob. This is Hunt Detail. Thank you for joining me. I just returned back from the ATA show in St. Louis, Missouri this weekend. Had a great time. Got to connect with a lot of great people at uh, a lot of different hunting and archery companies. And, um, you know, we're all, whether you'd like to admit it or not, very uh, tribal in nature, whether it's politics or sports or the type of vehicle you drive. And um, being in a big convention center with a bunch of people and a tribe that I love to be a part of, which is archery and bow hunting and hunting in general. It's a lot of fun. And these are people that are, this is their livelihood, and they are fully committed to this space. And they are fully committed to some of the nuance and detail within this space. And so really got to geek out while I was there at ATA. And again, shake hands with really awesome people. I want to thank Dan Johnson with uh, Sportsman's Empire and Nine Finger Finger Chronicles for the opportunity to go and represent Sportsman's Empire at the ATA. It was um, something, the the ATA is something I've observed from afar for a long, long time. I really, again, enjoy seeing what companies are bringing out and seeing what companies are doing, and I also enjoy the business side of it, just to try to understand um, the marketplace and how it's changed and evolved. And I, and I often get that question, or not question, but I often hear, like, hey, the state of the ATA, it's down, it's it's not as big as it used to be, and that sort of thing. And, and you know, I, I find that interesting. There's a lot of, if we think about how business has changed in different marketplaces over the past 10 years, I mean, I can think of uh, eight just eight short years ago going out west, hunting pronghorn with my bow, uh, in 2016. And the amount of information was nothing. There was zero information on, uh, this type of hunt. There was no YouTube hunts on archery pronghorn, or maybe if there were, it was maybe like four videos, three videos, and they weren't even like in the state that I was looking at. It was, you know, not a lot of information. Then in 2018, I went out West for an elk hunt public land, DIY, archery, and it was sort of the same thing. There really wasn't a lot of information. There was Elk 101, but there wasn't a lot of elk hunts on YouTube. And now it's, it's so much different. I mean, it's an exponential difference. Now in 2024, the amount of information at your fingertips, not only on YouTube, but just on different websites, on different types of hunts and on different uh, group chats and boards and that sort of thing. And so for in a lot of ways I feel like bow hunting is probably as popular if not more popular than it's ever been. And I'm going to include crossbows into that conversation. So if you think about crossbows and the impact that they've had on the marketplace and then you've got you know people being able to watch other people hunt different states and and you know mobility of you know hunting on public land and getting lighter and quieter I just feel like it can't be more popular than it's ever been. Um, the other side of that is manufacturing has changed. I mean, you've got these small shops building stands and pack—I'm uh, sorry, stands and platforms and sticks. Um, you've got 3D printing, built, making these components, and so you know I can really customize my gear to what I think is you know best for me. We've got a lot of overseas manufacturing that that continues to you know flood the market make you know drive down the price of price of these goods uh, we have I, I think I guess I guess the real problem here is where you see direct-to-consumer colliding with all this information now I can purchase my bow directly from a manufacturer and I can build my own bow shop and maybe that's where you know why one of the reasons why ATA is is quote-unquote down because I can have my own bow shop. I don't have to go to the a bow shop to have it tuned or strings and cables changed and, and all of that stuff. And I have all of these um, videos that I can consume to understand how to tune my bow and, and all of that. And so I don't know what the future of the ATA is. I feel like, again, archery is as popular as it's ever been. Bow hunting is as popular as it's ever been. But I guess... It, it does put a pinch on retailers when you have direct to consumer and and also so much information available. But I mean, all in all, I, I don't have. I think the ATA was really really good. Um, I think if the future, you know, maybe it becomes a bit of a mixed consumer show. Maybe it's something more specialized, or regional in nature. If it does go into a consumer show, um, I think it would that would only drive connections with retailers and connections with, um, the sport and, and drive interest. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it, but I, 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 again enjoyed it. I want to thank a bunch of the companies, uh, Latitude, Trophy Line, Tethered, Cruiser, Mystery Ranch, Elevate, uh, Stealth Strips, Novix, Quiver, Twisted Iron, Deer Mapper, Nilchi, Vale Outdoors, No Jammers, XOP, Mountain Ops, Mural Targets, Total Peep. Those are just some of the companies that I talked to and they, they were generous, uh, and, and kind enough to give me some time. So thank you all. Um, you know, some of the, the ugly side that I saw that I will comment is that there was a, a, a new broadhead company there showing, um, their innovation. And I was talking with them and, uh, Iron Will Bill comes up to them and he was like, okay, tell me about your product, you know, sell me or something to that effect. And it was clearly not to, in my opinion, clearly not a, Hey, we're part of the same tribe. Let's chat broadheads. This is great. You know, it was, sell me, tell me what you're telling, what you're going to sell. I want to understand you as a competitor. And then after, after, this gentleman talked about his new broadhead. Bill basically, you know, popped his balloon and said, yeah, I think you're infringing on uh, my patents. And um, I just was, you know, I know business is never personal. It's, it's always, um, you know, it's always going to be ugly in some way, some fashion or form. Uh, but um, I just felt like there was more, the opportunity for a better way to uh, connect with, uh, for bill to handle that better more tact I guess is the the word uh, hey uh, do you mind if we grab a cup of coffee real quick I just want to chat with you about a couple things uh, do it in private uh, if you're gonna do that and maybe you know maybe this company wasn't maybe they knew that they were infringing on a patent I don't even know if they are and I'm gonna I'm not even gonna mention their name I like the product uh, you know who knows if they're infringing on a patent that's for other people to figure out but it, it just uh, maybe, you know, shame on them for not doing their research if, if in fact, that is infringing on a patent at an Iron Will. But just really kind of the ugly side, because as I was talking with all of those companies that I just mentioned, everybody was excited to be there. Everybody was, you know, excited to be part of this this group and, and to talk about their season and talk about their new products and all of that, and to be there and, and see somebody really pop someone else's balloon. I was just like, man, that's, that's not great. And again, I think Bill could have handled that, uh, much differently and much with much more tact. But let's talk about some products that I came across that, uh, sort of jumped out to me. What, What I will say is that, um, and I'll share this with you all. So the ATA does have a new product launch showcase. Uh, and this year I think it was 125 products, uh, that competed and three of them won um, for were awarded for their new product design innovation and ability to meet customer demands. And so coming in third place was the hyperlight climbing sticks by trophy line and so if you've there's been a lot of press and a lot of buzz around these these hyperlight uh, climbing sticks they also have a platform made out, uh, that's also hyperlight. I think it's made out of, uh, magnite, which, uh, this particular type of, of metal is apparently, uh, stronger than aluminum and, and stronger than carbon and, and it has, uh, some lightweight properties. It's also has less vib- vibration. So if you do bang them together, it, it doesn't, it's not like, uh, I'd, I'd have to I'd have to test it out to see how how the difference what the difference is but I, I did in, in fact get a chance to, to hold them look at them they, they stack nicely together the sticks too uh, they are relatively lightweight um, they uh, you know look, look like they're really well designed I'm not you know I don't know if they would be for me personally that the sticks I have um, I'm really pleased with, and I, and I think one of the things that jump out to me with the sticks that I have is the attachment method is is already built in. It's not you're not ha- I'm not having to buy additional ropes and that sort of thing. But but ultimately, I, I I like the innovation. I like the thought there. And so they they came in third place, uh, the Hyperlite climbing sticks. Second place um, was the Hypo Two Blade by Annihilator. So the Annihilator Broadhead is a you know they've had a three-blade broadhead, but it's it's more of a a, a three-bladed wedge, and it it creates. It, I guess it not only has a a cut dynamic, but it also creates a, a hole, like it's it's punching a hole through that animal, and um, they're they're a different looking broadhead. I've never used them, but they uh, they definitely. I know there's obviously people that are fans of them. The they came out with a two-blade that has sort of a, it's a single bevel, and it has sort of a, uh, I think they call it a scoop, on the center of uh, the broadhead, where it's um, sort of uh, on the flats on each side, where it's flat, and it's those have blades as well. And so, you know, it's an interesting looking broadhead. Um, You know, it may be something I take a look at. It it reminds me of uh, maybe of a cutthroat uh, except the cutthroat has sort of a similar sort of scoop, but not they're not belated. Um, but coming in at fir- first place was uh, Stealth Rig Light by Stealth Rig. And this is, if you've ever seen the Bow Spider, uh, the Bow Spider is a, is a device where you put something on your bow, it, it sort of slots into uh, a device that's on your pack, and it allows you to sort of access your, your bow Easily, but also put it back when you're hiking and, and keep it, you know, not having to carry your bow. And so the Stealth Rig is a little bit like that, but it's it's more magnetic and it is magnetic in nature. And so um, I didn't get a chance to examine that or mess with it. I wish I would have now, knowing that, uh, that it won first place. But it's definitely uh, interesting and it's definitely, there's a definite need in the marketplace for something of this you know, in addition to sort of the bow spider and in addition to other, other options out there. The, um, the, the, the things that sort of jumped out to me, and I would encourage you to look at the videos that I uh, put out uh, on the Hunt Detail YouTube channel on different products, but one of them came from a company called Tree Sticks. And these are uh, carbon fiber uh, tree sticks they they stack really well. They uh, have a built-in aider that's integrated into the uh, the lower portion of the platform. I believe the lower step, and so it comes out and then retracts uh, and, and goes up in. And I think that that's obviously a, a really nice innovation because if we've you know used aiders before, sometimes they can sort of bundle up or get in the way or sort of make it, you know, sort of, in my opinion, get a little irritated how they get wrapped up in things. So I thought that was really nice. They were very lightweight. I did get a chance to, to hold them. And actually I did get a chance to talk to the, uh, the owner there and he went through the sticks, uh, on my video again on, on YouTube. So I would encourage you to check that out if you haven't already. Another uh, product that I, that's, it's been out, it, this wasn't, this was sort of launched before. ATA, but it's from Garmin, it's the Zero C1 Pro Chronograph. And I really like the, um, you know, this as a new tool for um, those, you know, whether you're you know shooting a rifle or whether you're, you know, working on your arrow setup, a uh, really nice uh, tool. I think it's gonna really dominate the market going forward because of all the data that's available from this device versus say the, you know, what's, what's been, av- been available before. So really neat product. Uh, I think the, um, this is something that I'm, it, it grabbed my attention. It's a game grip and, um, this is food safe, food safe adhesive strips for cleaning game meat. And I process my own meat and I think that it's, I do get hair on it from time to time. It does get uh, maybe a little bit of dirt or whatever. I want. It makes me wonder if I need this. Maybe I should get sort of a, a a roller, a cloth, you know, one of those lint rollers, and maybe see how a lint roller would work. Compare and then maybe, but maybe try this out and see. You know, if if it's how effective it is, but. Um, I think there's an opportunity there. There's definitely a problem, and I think that could be a solution for some folks, where you're processing your own game and you need you want to get that, all that hair off, and you use this this adhesive strip for that. The um, one of the other products that jumped out to me was um, from Quiver. This is a new company, and it um, they have a uh, app on that's for your iPad or phone that allows you to see the organs of deer or elk on uh, an actual target. And it can be a 3D target or a 2D target. So you shoot and then you come up to the your target and you look and you turn on your app and it shows where your arrow would have penetrated, where, what it would have hit, what it, you know, liver, lung, guts, whatever. And I think I was just really impressed with that tool, and it won an award for Best New Technology. And I also um, spoke with them, have a video on their products on the Hunt Detail YouTube channel. Uh, so you can check that out. The, um, I did get a chance to talk with uh, Latitude and Cruiser, and I think that they have some really interesting things coming out. Uh, later on this year, but they um, were really kind of keeping that under wraps. They want to make sure that everything is is right for the launch of these products So keep an eye out for that but uh, all told uh, lots of uh, interesting innovation lots of uh, interesting people and uh, really uh, would encourage you to um, check out the hunt detail YouTube channel for some of that content and uh, keep an eye out with those companies that I've mentioned. Thanks so much for joining me, and uh, have a great uh, end of the season as it wraps up, and uh, we'll connect soon. All the best.